Welcome everyone to Didn't Hate It, the podcast where idiots review all kinds of stuff. We'll talk movie news, reviews with a couple of dudes, and sometimes a lady or two. Brought to you by the Soto Arts Institute. Well, welcome everybody to Didn't Hate It, the podcast where idiots, that's us, review all sorts of things. So we want to thank you for joining us. My name is Zach. I'm your host. I'm here with Rob Rock. Josiah Burnett. What's up? And Lewis Jennings. <laughs> and Lewis from DAI, as my phone says, <laughs> a.k.a. Jennings. What's up, yeah. guys? Nothing yeah. much. Yeah. How's Pretty it good. going? We're here. We're back yeah. again. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, we are here to talk about all kinds of stuff, man. Let's, uh, let's just go around the table and catch up. What y'all been up to lately? Y'all done anything fun? Yeah, we've uh, spent a couple evenings last uh, Monday and Wednesday shooting a music video here in the studio against Green and Blue, and a lot of students coming in and interning with us, and um, got another long Saturday ahead of us, and yeah, that's been pretty cool. Anything else happening? I don't think so. I think that's the highlight. That's all you got? So you, I I I thought that you went on a trip. Oh, no, yeah, I did. I went to (laughs) Orlando recently to the uh, International Christian Film Festival. Cool. Um, which was cool. That was cool. cool. International yeah. Christian Film Festival. Yeah. They were Christian and everything, you know. Were there, mm. what was the crowd like? Were there people there? Yeah, it, it was a pretty good crowd. I, I imagine it would have been bigger, you know, in a different year, but uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Cameron Arnett was there. Kevin Sorbo was there. Um, yeah, I saw you got a picture with Kevin Sorbo. I You're going to have to post that. You're kind of sitting on that waiting for the Yeah, right I should have posted right? it before, but what I didn't want is to like be in the same hotel as the dude and him see me like just posting crap. You know? so, <laughs> so my question... I don't question, think he follows you. I, I don't think he follows I don't think he cares. Well, is, he might be friends with you, though. Um, I follow him. He doesn't follow okay. me. I'm going to have to reach out to him. I, I did, thought we were um, on that level. You know, but. I dropped this <laughs> off and I have his cell number in my phone. Yeah, no. Nice. Yeah. Did you get an interview? No. No, <laughs> so, no interviews to be had. <laughs> What you been up to, Lewis? Uh, nothing much. Helping him with the music video. So struggling with pulling focus a little bit. Eh, yeah, getting my, better. My predecessor here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a young Padawan. <laughs> young Padawan. Does that make me a um, Jedi Master? It does. I'm not well, a Jedi Master. We do not grant you the rank of Master. Do we assume that everyone listening to a movie podcast understands what focus pulling is? If they don't, then that's your own problem. And you okay, it's literally pulling focus. That, it's not literally because you're not. It's pulling. making the blurry stuff clear. Yeah, yeah. it's like putting glasses on. Yeah, we, <laughs> I have twenty twenty vision, so yeah, I don't know I was, what that means. I was telling but. Lewis because me and Lewis both got LASIK and. Uh, when you pull focus and you go from like nothing but blur in focus, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the sensation of having your retinas burned off and then yeah. like lasered back in. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, we got some good stuff to talk about today. We're going to be talking about some news we that, that's coming up, but then also we're going to talk about Godzilla versus Kong, or as I like to say, Yoshi versus. <laughs> Kong. Like Godzilla versus Gorilla? Yeah. <laughs> or Zilla versus Gorilla. <laughs> I actually, like, before we get into that, just funny aside, is that I walked in on my, my six-year-old daughter watching an animated version of Godzilla versus Kong, and I think it was really called Rilla versus, Zilla versus Rilla. That's one way to get around <laughs> copyright. <laughs> it was. So, anyways, um, we got some news to talk about. First... Let me get to the right section of my notes before I put on old news. 
Uh, but first we have um, MGM got bought up by the. <laughs> no, no. Let me correct you. I love the way you say. Amazon it. is acquiring MGM for eight point four five billion. So once you're spending that many billions, you're not buying it. You're not purchasing it. You're acquiring it. It's it, it done got bought up as it, Zach would say. It done got bought. <laughs> And they added it to the Amazon cart. Yeah, <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. He's been sitting on that for a while. And Lewis is our resident comedian, if you haven't noticed. Uh, <laughs> no, so so let's talk about this. Um, I'm wonder. I'm wondering what Jeff Bezos' first movie he's going to watch. I mean, he's got Prime, and now he's got MGM. What's the movie? I don't know, but I think the first thing they should do is redo the James Bond movies, but starring Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, that I came out this. of left field. I <laughs> love yeah. it. Yeah. Zach, just, you're my favorite at the table right now. Yes. <laughs> no, he just shows up like, I own Amazon, but yeah. I'm also Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> I am Bezos. Oh, what's, it, what's the famous James Bond quote? Bond. Bond, James Bond, James Bond, Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. <laughs> so he owns it. He owns James Bond. How do y'all feel about that? Me might as well at this point. Almost the Bond villain himself. Like you see the picture of him in a mech. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff Bond, Bezos in a mech the Bond suit. villain. We're gonna have to write a story and call our bad guy Bezos. <laughs> we, we get That's to too close, Bezos. Just but, yeah, yeah, with like three. Oh, we can call him Bezos. You know what I thought his last name was when I first saw it. There's no telling Zach. You're bozo. You're from Jeff Bozo. bozo. Yeah. <laughs> but you but, can't call him a bozo because he owns MGM now. So yeah, yeah. They own Bozo. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he he owns the lion, uh, right? I guess. Yeah. I, I think the lion's probably dead, but they do have a reproduction of the lion roaring. Is that what you're referring to? I think so. <laughs> Are you talking about like an animatronic lion that roars like in a museum? Well, if I cool. had $8.45 billion to drop on yep. MGM, I would get a lion yep. behind glass well, that that's could roar my only, on cue. That's like my only hope is that they put the lion in uh, the Amazon Prime stuff. Yeah. Because like what's the Prime opener? Y'all don't know because you don't remember. It's, they have one. Isn't it just the Amazon smile? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I asked n- not really I think a rhetorical it's blocky question. letters like a Bebus Noy that just says Prime or something. I, mean, I have I no idea. Know. I See? don't know. See, lion. <laughs> so, someone link us a video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let us know if you have an opinion on what it is. Not an opinion. If yeah. you know what the... If you feel like the opener is different than what we feel like it is let us know i feel like ryan is going to be the one to search down something and, and link to it probably he'll, yeah. he'll be the one probably. good mm, or logan if he's listening yeah can we get shout out to those i hate guys. to say his last name but let's call him rymac from now on right he goes by rhinomite R- on smash bros rhinomite oh yeah. rhinomite That's everyone rhino-mite. gang up on rhinomite on smash bros <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> so here are the no, you gotta. You didn't do it. Facts. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of facts. finger. There's a lot of finger pointing at this table right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's try this again. Here are the facts. The facts. So, uh, Amazon brought MGM, the Hollywood studio, according to theguardian.com, um, for eight point five billion dollars. Um, and it goes on. It says the scale of the deal far exceeds the. Five billion price tag suggested when the studio put itself up for sale in December. 
So they said, boss, for five billion in Jeff Bezos, you know, eight. <laughs> eight and a half. Eight. Oh, maybe not eight and a half. Let's go 8.45. That'll pro- that number will probably be refined in the next weeks. So. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be refined. But that's why I told um, – Someone's asked me the other day what I would do with like a million dollars, and I would say I don't know. I don't think I could spend. I mean, I could, but like when you talk about eight point five billion dollars, I guess I would buy MGM. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I would buy a lucrative film studio. I feel like I don't know. (laughs) Ouch! (laughs) Not not to hate on MGM too much, but like Samuel Goldwyn Myers returning in his grave. (laughs) I felt that one. Tom and Jerry isn't lucrative. Well, I I have no idea. I hope it's it is. I don't know. I saw it with my six year old. It's fine. <laughs> Just, I'll leave it at that. Um, I guess the the appropriate thing is I didn't hate it. Uh, but so, what are some MGM titles that now Amazon owns? We no need idea. we need Rhino uh, again. Tom no. and Jerry, uh, Bond series, the Rocky series, Pink Panther. Now, so when you say Rocky, the series, Steve Martin version or the Creed um, as well, uh, it says Creed and Rocky. Ah, wow! Now that's a big one for me because uh, that's those are good movies. Yeah, Stargate. I was about to say they used to own Stargate. I don't know who like series? the shows. I don't series? know. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Stargate the movie the other night, first time ever. Great. Movie. And I wondered why I had spent my life avoiding movies like that because it's got Kurt Russell, James Spader. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool movie, honestly. And um, I realized I was not that I was scared of sci-fi. I avoided sci-fi. I just not interested. And I think it's because of Star Trek. Never really cared for Star Trek. Sorry, people. But I think I I really like Stargate. Okay. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Now, I would be like super thrilled to see a new Stargate movie. And they've been talking about it for like ever. And then it always like goes into pre-production. And then they scrap it and start again. You know, um, I think they might screw it up because, like you and yeah. I were talking about, that they, they would put too much sci-fi in it, right? And, and instead of well, that f- kind of human story. Well, funny enough, I think uh, Ro- Ro- I'm going to just butcher his name, Roland Emmerich. 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 He was working on uh, a Stargate like right after Independence Day. Regurgence came out, uh, 2016 or so. <laughs> Regurgitance. <laughs> when you watch it, that's what you do. So that's what I call it. Um, so they were they were actually working. I'm going to imagine on a a dumb blockbuster version of Stargate, you know, um, and I don't want that, but I do want more Stargate. So I'll take a bad one just to get one. Well, I haven't watched the series. I was telling you, um, what's his name? Richard Dean Uh, Anderson, 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 not Harry Dean Morgan, Negan. Is that his name? No. uh, Negan. Yeah. That's. Oh my God. Sidetracked. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to watch the series. I'm going to give it a shot. The series is great. Stargate how many SG1. Episodes, how many? Uh, there, there's years. 10 seasons in SG1. There's five in Atlantis. There's two in uni- two or three in Universe, but don't watch that. That's bad. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeff- Jeffrey Morgan. Dean Morgan. Not <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> not Harry Dean Stanton. Not Stone, to be confused right? with. <laughs> well, here's Peter some Coyote. of my personal favorites that MGM, the, well, that Jeff Bezos now owns. <laughs> Kingpin? I haven't watched it, but it's got Woody in it. So Woody Harrelson, yeah. Is he like missing a foot or a leg or arm? Uh, a or something? hand, because he got they ripped it off in the ball return. Remember? I know. I haven't seen it. Oh, it. <laughs> spoiler alert! <laughs> Thank you. This movie that's been as old as my wife, uh, <laughs> Zookeeper. Oh wow! What a what a movie. And now then, is that one the uh, Kevin James? Kevin James. Kevin yeah, James. I love Kevin James. I thought man. that one was. 
funny. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you have kids in the house, uh, sure, yeah. a, a movie you can watch like that, it's great. Yeah. 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 Um, a Christmas story. You know, I don't, I've never liked it. I, um, it kind of creeps me out for some reason. <laughs> it's the it late. Right? Is it like 1980? 79, oh, 78? It maybe? was 80 something. 83. 83, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I thought it was Oz. creeping me out way before then. You said Wizard of Oz? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, what, what about the, you remember the Disney one, the, the Oz Great and Powerful? With Dream like, Franco? Yeah. Like, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, public domain, it? I think, is what that was. <laughs> I don't think it is. So, it, so what do you think will happen? Will we start seeing MGM show up, movies show up on Prime? Is that the go- end I, game? I, th- I think so. Yeah. I think so. But like, if uh, Lewis is kind of going through a list right now, I feel like a lot of these are probably on Prime. And if they're not on Prime, they're on like everything else. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I I guess it's exciting because. You know, MGM got to a point where they weren't making but like six to eight movies a year. Like when Stargate: The Arc of and Truth like came out, six of them were James Bond. Yeah, well, like when Stargate: Arc of Truth and Stargate Continuum came out, that was like two of eight movies they did in that year, and those were straight to DVDs. Mm. And I might be wrong about the actual count, but it, it wasn't much more. So, well, and then the last one I'll mention it because it established so much of my childhood: Agent Cody Banks. Uh, I, classics, yeah, cinematic classics. Some might say a masterpiece. Oh my gosh, I would love a uh, a new Song. one with uh, older Cody Banks, oldie Frank, Frankie Muniz, oh, yes. and his son or something. You know, that would be like. <laughs> Isn't he in a movie where he's like dating Cher or something? I I don't know, but I hope so. That sounds That's funny. funny. <laughs> Isn't Cher like a hundred and three years old? Yes. Didn't uh, she just beat Ben White out in age? <laughs> I have no Pastor idea. Curry. But it's a race, yeah. <laughs> Here's some more interesting news. Um, according to Collider and everyone else who does um, movie news, that they're eyeing Aaron Taylor Johnson to play Craven the Hunter in Spider-Man. I mean, he was great in Godzilla. <laughs> the first. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke because he's just kind of in that movie. Yeah, he's, he, he's, I do uh, think he's a good actor, though. Who's uh, Quicksilver in Avengers Age of Ultron? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what did y'all think about that? I mean, do y'all... y'all yeah. Know who Craven the Hunter is? Yeah, no, no. Right. So Craven the Hunter, he is this this hunter in the Marvel comics who is just trying to like the the greatest game, you know, um, the world's most deadly game kind of character. But uh, he's trying to hunt Spider Man because he thinks he's the ultimate apex predator that he wants to. And so I guess he's trying to kill Spider Man just to put him on his wall. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not uh, is his name Bezos? So. <laughs> but yeah. So traditionally, though, he is this big, massive kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But so I will be interested to see how they do Aaron Taylor Johnson. They'll put him well, in a suit with markers on it. And yeah. Well, and if, if you look at when he was in like Quicksilver, mm-hmm. he, he was much more jacked than like. Mm-hmm. That other comic book movie that we that we kick, kick and then kick, yeah. but booty yes yeah kick butt yes. too he was pretty ripped in that he was yeah especially yeah. at the end when he was supposed to be ripped and that made sense in that movie yeah <laughs> yeah um and he was also in Godzilla so fun fact about that guy yeah which is kind of weird because. Him and um, what's Elizabeth what's, Olsen, Elizabeth yeah, Olsen yeah. are married in that movie, and they're brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that that was icky somehow, even though it's like, well, I mean, they're not married in real life. Yeah, I assume they married yeah, to some old lady. Sisters in real life. 
<laughs> no, I was watching it and uh, I text my wife and I said, um, you don't want to know what's happening right now. <laughs> Quicksilver is kissing his sister and I'm about to turn this off. <laughs> especially because, and we'll talk about Godzilla versus Kong in a little bit. Yeah. But especially like in that first movie, I was so excited for, um, what's his name? Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian yeah. Cranston. Oh my gosh! And the best thing in the whole movie. And he, for five minutes. <laughs> for five minutes. I'm talking about Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 2014. Man. Gary yeah, I was excited when I saw him. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. And then I was I was sitting there. I was telling my wife about it, and she's like, well, they must not been able to afford more days with Brian <laughs> Cranston. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, and that's and, and I like Aaron Taylor Johnson, and I like Elizabeth Olsen. I just don't know why they didn't have like real characters in that movie. I, I don't think it's against their acting like talent. I just think it well, was and, script, and I'll know? talk about it in a little bit. But yeah. the, the, I think they did some good things with the newer movies that they shouldn't have done in the older movies. Sure, sure. And so, yeah. But there's one more piece of news, and I'm gonna let uh, Rob handle it. Yeah. Um, this morning we learned on Flickering Myth they uh, pushed it out first. I think Kevin Clark, who played Freddie Jones in School of Rock was actually riding up his bicycle like he does all the time in Chicago in an, a bad intersection. A uh, young driver, 20-year-old, hit him with his car, and it killed Kevin Clark. So he's gone. And I was doing a little research on him. It's pretty cool. He only had one acting credit, which was School of Rock. Oh, wow. But then he went on and took, and I'm sure he got paid some money for that, right? That That's a pretty nice role in that movie. And I think it did well. Um, oh, yeah. He went on oh, yeah, to I continue teaching music and formed a couple other bands and it's kind of sad because his mom said that uh last week uh he had formed a new band and last weekend was their first initial performance and afterwards told the band that i think i'm finally happy at this place in my life you guys are my band my family and i wow. look forward to the future and you know within mm -hmm. a week he got hit by a car so man any day could be your last so be prepared uh, how yeah. old was he 32 Oh, wow. yeah. I figure he was about my age, so yeah. that was School Rock is especially one of the movies I watched as a, as a young person that really got me interested in music, you know. Yeah. And especially like I can't play the drums because my foot doesn't work correctly, <laughs> but I was like, I want to be like that guy, you know. Yeah, he was cool. He was really cool. He had the rock and roll attitude because he was that outspoken person that would kind of call Jack Jack yeah. Black on his bull. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. I want it to be like the spider guy from that movie. You remember Spider? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's actually. I think I read he's a district attorney in Texas. Yeah, now. I saw I wow. saw a meme or something that yeah. said that, and I was like, those are life goals. Yeah, we're to, all just to gonna have spider. to live with the fact that Spider <laughs> yeah. is an attorney general. Imagine your wow. resume at that point too. Like you played I was Spider. That, I was that greasy guy in <laughs> School of Rock that everybody went ooh. Yeah. Well. um yeah, so if if you can reach out through social media or whatever, um, if he's on there, um, his family, uh, be be in prayer for them. You know that's tough to have yeah. anybody, especially someone such a legend like, you know, the drummer from School of Rock, man. Well, you know, it's kind of tongue in cheek, but I think everybody who hasn't seen School of Rock, I mean, I think it was a fantastic, fun movie. 
Uh, oh my gosh! Pretty good for kids. S- Lewis, say it louder, Lewis. I haven't seen School of Rock. Oh you haven't gosh. seen what? I didn't hear you. I haven't seen School of Rock. I, I'm sorry. You get closer <laughs> to your microphone. Uh, I have not heard School of Rock. All right, oh mute his God. microphone for this <laughs> show. <laughs> Somebody smack him. No, this is fine because it means it's another thing we get to indoctrinate him on. <laughs> you know, I would love. You know, we talked about maybe going and hitting some older movies or something. That might be one that would be fun to do, especially yeah, since you haven't seen it. I probably that's probably one of the movies I've seen like 20 times. Oh yeah, yeah same. I'm I, I'm not a movie rewatcher, but School of Rock, yes. Um, Galaxy Quest, oh yeah. yeah. Shanghai Noon, oh yeah. There's a few. Oh, um, what's that little one done by the Coen Brothers? Uh, no Country for Old Men. No Country. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one like eight or nine. I've nine seen times now. the scene in the gas station eight or nine times. <laughs> <laughs> That's about. It. I don't think I've seen the whole movie, so I need to watch that. Um. But yeah, so so that's some news. If if there's anything that anybody wants to link, let us know. Uh, something we missed, you know, check it out. But um, let, let's move on to uh, we're going to talk about Godzilla versus Kong, and yeah. uh, this is the point where I point at Josiah and he says facts, facts. So <laughs> here here are the facts, and uh, I think it's very worth mentioning uh, because this is the first movie kind of. Uh, Post the word we don't say now. The year we speak not of. The year we speak not of, where there's a movie that did well in the box office. Mm -hmm. So the revitalization of the theater industry, hopefully. We'll see. There's some things coming out. Yeah. But um, gross, domestic gross, 96 million, 96.8 million. And how long has it been out to? That's domestic. Worldwide, though, look at that. Fifty-seven days, and and see that I yeah. think that's a, a good reference because it's going to be out in theaters for another what month, two months. Like that's mm-hmm. one of the crazy things about now is if something does come out in theaters and is successful, it's going to stay for a very long time because they just need to keep the theaters open. Yeah, well, two hundred million dollar budget and the worldwide gross is four hundred thirty-three. See, million? that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm not. I don't know the facts of this, but I would imagine in Asia, because Godzilla is a Japanese uh, product of Japan and stuff like that, it's got to be huge over there. Yeah, well, I mean, um, we're I'm talking sure, about yeah. what another three hundred million that's made yeah. worldwide. Right. Yeah. Do you think Scandinavians are rushing out to see Godzilla versus Kong? Anybody? Well, and that's a question I have too. Like, has it been re- released in major regions, all major regions, or you know, is it being held back in a few markets here and there because of the uh, well, real world situation? It was filmed in uh, primarily in Australia, so I would imagine you know, you film a movie in my backyard, I'm going to go see it. So I imagine Australia's got to be pretty big. Yeah, it says that the initial, uh, the widest release is. 3,084 theaters. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that that seems low we, to me. Well, yeah, normally it would be five to 6,000 for something like this. But yeah, um, how many theaters are actually in operation well, that's, anymore? And how many closed, like, right. permanently, you know? Yeah. So I, th- I think that's really phenomenal numbers. Uh, and honestly, if they would have gotten this uh, pre-COVID, they probably should still be happy, even though they wouldn't be. Yeah. Of course, I don't know what they're paying with, for P&R and all that, you know, theater fees and all that, too. So. yeah. Which that's another whole other factor of facts. Yeah. <laughs> so l- let's get into it. Like, so who directed it? Yeah, who did direct Adam it? Wingard. Adam Wingard. Now I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of the style of movies that he's made. Like VHS, I'm not going to see. I haven't seen. Uh, You're next. No. I the seen Guest. It. I think I watched part of that. Is that the one with Joel uh, Edgerton? 
Um, I don't, I'm not sure. And uh, Jason Bateman, or no. am I thinking something? Oh, no, The no. Gift is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blair Witch, movie. 2016's Blair Witch. He directed that. Didn't see it. Uh, Death Note. Uh, I saw the first 10 minutes of that. You know, so that's not normally my cup of tea yeah. if you're getting into the horror realm. But he's directed some things. And he's from Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's really cool. Yeah, so... Now we it, have to say good things about him. It, it has some some uh, returning big names that have been in previous yeah. movies. The coach from Friday Night Lights <laughs> is, is how I always... <laughs> Who is that? Oh, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, I always Kyle forget Chandler. about that. But he, again, he's in it for... lead with... <laughs> he's in it for a couple of minutes, right? Like, I, I, Did he have eight lines? Maybe, and you know? I, you know, I was telling Josiah, we try not to talk about the movie before... Um, but but man, I like Kyle Chandler. He's got something about the way he, mm-hmm. the, in his act, there's always like this controlled desperation. Like you just sense that he just knows everything's fixing to go wrong, but he's trying to keep it together for everybody or something. And it's a pretty cool, if you will, a shtick or whatever. Um, but he was fantastic in Bloodline. Uh, yeah. yeah. But I forget he was Friday Night Lights. I never watched it, but. My yeah, personal, one of my personal favorite. It has uh, Alex Skarsgård, uh, Tarzan himself is in it. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Is someone going to do the Tarzan yell? Lewis, you got that in you? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Just I was taking a deep breath. Let's <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Rebecca Hall, who I'm not very familiar with. Oh, yeah. She was in uh, The Illusionist or The Prestige. I always get those two backwards. Me too, because the one with on the Christian spot. Bell. That's Prestige. Prestige, yeah, yeah. She was in that. Um, let's not forget about Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Uh, Julian Dennison. That's that Ricky does Baker. not. That sounds like a made-up name. Julian. Honestly, yeah. Julian. I, he will always be known as Ricky yeah, Baker. I was, yep. Honestly, I was fixing set. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown herself. She was in something. What was that thing she was in? Godzilla King of Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> she was also in that. She also played uh, Enola Holmes. Eleven. She um, was Enola Holmes. Yeah. yeah. Enola Holmes. Did you watch that? I did not. Me neither. <laughs> I, did not either. I did watch that. I almost did. Yeah. And it would be okay probably for kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was uh, kind of fun and all, but yeah. Yeah. Just kind of missed the mark. As do a lot of, I think it's a Netflix product, right? It is. As I feel, a lot of Netflix products are just kind of, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's a quality, uh, quantity over quality kind of deal yeah. over yeah. there sometimes. But uh, who else? We got uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who I'm not familiar with either. Is he the podcaster? He's the pod podcast. Mm-hmm. We're having a podcast about a guy who does a podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so made. Uh, he was really funny in uh, Hotel Artemis. He was good at that. He um, was in that. Oh, he, he was. was in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I usually think he is pretty funny. Uh, well, he had a bunch of humorous lines, but they were like the timing on them and stuff mm-hmm. so quick. And we'll talk a little bit about that yeah. as we go, too. Yeah, but anybody else that we want to mention... Yeah, Lance Reddick was in there for uh, just a little bit, and he's uh, pretty good. I forget what was the show that he was in John Wick. I'm seeing that in White House Down. But you see him in a lot of um, shows where he plays, you know, kind of a men in black kind of personality or something like that or a character. Um, very small role. Was I the only one that was hoping we would get like a, a ghost version of uh, Brian Cranston at some point, or? <laughs> like a force ghost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. This is a cameo. Uh, so, um, th- th- let me just ask you guys. You know, uh, wh- what's the plot? What's the plot? <laughs> um, the plot is Monkey Mad 
for good reasons. Mm. Lizard mad. What was the lizard mad about? Because for, of monkey. <laughs> for dubious reasons. <laughs> well, it do be we'll, like we'll get into that because monkey mad, monkey mad, kind of mad. Uh, so, Zilla hey guys, mad. Sorry, it's he's an ape. He, he's a gorilla. Hey, gorilla. Don't get us on. It's no, all semantics. No tail. <laughs> <laughs> Sapien mad. <laughs> Sapiens mad. <laughs> all the sapiens. Very bad. Um, but yeah, what, what's the plot, Lewis? What do you think? Uh, well, a monkey is mad because the lizard is mad, and they're fighting over territory, which mm. is all of the earth. <laughs> the whole earth. <laughs> Even the bottom of the earth. Especially <laughs> in the bottom the, of it. Is middle. it the bottom, or is it the middle? Who knows? They did everything they could to call the, it hollow earth and not middle earth. Yeah. But when you get down there, did y'all see the shot of Mordor? It was clearly there. <laughs> well, I kept calling it Journey 3, the center of the earth. Yeah, uh, right. Because so that's what it was. I, I think there's a couple of different plots going on in this movie. You, yeah. you, you, you got think? the, the, the yeah. Zilla versus Rilla plot versus when we'll get into spoilers in a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, but, but then you have like two different kind of stories going on at the same time. Two. You only counted two? Well, <laughs> 70. I, I feel <laughs> like if you like try to break it up, it just falls apart. So it keep does. it as much together as possible. Yeah, because yeah, uh, you got a podcaster trying to reveal some things, and then for some reason, two teenagers kidnap him? Ricky Baker <laughs> and Eleven kidnap him or something. Or did he kidnap them? <laughs> All I remember is that they don't drink tap water. I think they kidnapped each other. Yeah, they, yeah. they mutually kidnap each other. Yeah, yeah. And then it wound up in Hong Kong. Through magic, yeah, and which I'm gonna get into that in a little bit, <laughs> which yeah. is in this movie. Yeah. yeah, you can't ignore some things in this movie. And then you got the second plot of Tarzan's trying to find uh, <laughs> Middle Earth. I wish he would have swung Middle from Earth. something at one point. Hey, don't know? laugh at him. His brother died on one of those trips. Okay, so <laughs> not his real, not it, not his real brother. Let's be. Yeah, Pennywise is down there. Pennywise trying to go down there. (laughs) Yeah, there was a, you know, typically it's suspension of disbelief, but I think this one was suspension of all thinking, wisdom, knowledge. It's got that thing where, like, if you think about physics for more than a second, it's not so fun. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just got to put it all to the side. So so, (laughs) let's just talk about it. Um, let's get into spoilers and everything. So I, I did like that it was a uh, Godzilla monster movie. You know, I grew up watching Godzilla and versus was it Inframan, Ultraman, Mothra? Yeah. I don't even know. Three headed. It doesn't matter yeah. because it's a it's a guy in a lizard suit stomping over scale models, and you can tell that. But it was fun. It was just so. Much I fun. did always want to be the guy in the lizard suit. Like yeah. that was my preferred right. occupation. And then Kong. You know, I saw the old one, and then. You know, at nine or ten years old, I see, is it 74 with Jessica Lang and um, Jeff Bridges, right? Isn't he in that? Or is that a different version? Yeah, I'm totally drawing a blank. I have no clue. Um, we are so right? much younger yeah, than Yeah, you Rob. guys have not. Because <laughs> to right. me, honestly, <laughs> the one with Jack Black, right? Yeah. yeah. That's an old movie to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was 2005, oh, wow, right? wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah. What year were you born, Zach? 92. Oh, wow. wow. That's wow. just crazy. That's just crazy. So I'm the yep, second young. oldest here. Yeah, he's a young man. I and y'all were younger the, than me. The Jack yeah. Black one. 
Yeah, well, I kind of did too. I remember renting it from Blockbuster down the street. Wow. And it was it was on DVD, so it was special. Ooh, it Blockbuster. Was, all right. So it was right when VHS for our younger died. generation, yeah. Blockbuster. Blockbuster was a brick Block- and mortar store where you could go in. Blockbuster and look at was a, a blue red box, and it was a big box. You could walk into the red box. Yeah, yeah. It was a walk-in red box, but it was blue. And you didn't buy movies. You borrowed them. You borrowed them. No, you rented them, and you rented them for like two ninety nine, and mm-hmm. then you bring it back a week late, later, and you owe thirteen dollars and something. Yep. And then yeah. you forget you've had it for fifteen years. And, yeah. And it just, just watch Captain Marvel. Bucks. It's yeah. Like, I could go to Walmart and get this for eighteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just go and watch Captain Marvel. It'll catch you up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let me ask you this before we get started. Um, initially, before we get started. Uh, we are started, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're starting. You hate it, didn't hate recording? it. You hate it, didn't hate it. What? What's the? I, I'll go first. I I hated it. Really? Yeah. Uh, it is a soft hate. Like it's not like a oh I hated it. Like there was fun to be had, but like anytime a movie gets to the point where my brain just goes, eh, I'm done. Like like let's just wrap it up here. That, that's not <laughs> enjoyable to me. You know, like there's a certain stupid action. That like I I love the Fast and the Furious stuff because it's stupid action, and this had that, but it's it's just too dumb at a point. So yeah, I hated it. Well, I, I'll go second. I I didn't hate it, and but I was very confused. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I I only the only other one I had seen but prior to watching this one was the Skull Island, uh, Skull Island. the old yeah. one. Skull no, <laughs> the. <laughs> the, the new one with with Captain Marvel. Yes. <laughs> so that Captain was the Captain Marvel herself. That so I was confused and I'll get into that in a little bit, but I didn't hate it. You know, I thought it was fun. What'd you think? I didn't hate it. I I kinda like the like the turn your brain off stupid action of it. Just sort of sit back and have fun and not really expecting too much from it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I didn't hate it. I watched it with my wife and my grandkids, eight and nine-year-old, Blake and Aaron. And if they, honestly, if they had not been sitting there, if this had been a, you know, a Thursday night at midnight or something and me watching it, I might have turned it off. Mm. Because there were parts in it where it just kind of like, this is just falling flat. And um, as I continued watching it, I kind of zoned out a couple times. You know, I looked up on IMDb some things. I kind of zoned out and I said, no, I need to watch this for the podcast. Um, I wouldn't say I hated it. I did enjoy the action probably like we all did. Um, but there were so many characters and so many like, if I don't, you can't even call them subplots, can you? Mm-mm. I mean, the podcaster deal, it's like, I don't even know what the point of those three, Ricky Baker, Millie yeah. and 11 and almost podcast. every character, human character in this uh, is so in- incredibly pointless. Right. Um, to the point, and that, that's why my brain got tired. Like, uh, towards the end, when you r- realize that Ricky Baker, Eleven, and, and the podcaster Did dude nothing. have nothing to do with anything at all, but you spend a good, like, I don't know, a quarter of the movie with them? Yeah. That's too much. My brain had to do a lot of work with no payoff, you know? Yeah, I felt like we kept bouncing from this group of characters to this other one, to yep. this other one, and we did. And so I was spending my mental energy trying to pay attention to what is the podcaster going to, what is he going to reveal? You know, what is the big, uh, that we go, holy smokes. And it never paid off. And then I was like, nobody else is really paying off. Right. Um, Eleven's dad, Kyle Chandler's character. It's like, yeah. 
Well, he was in it for eight minutes. Not even eight minutes. No, no. He didn't have eight lines, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm sure they said, hey, we need to get as many characters as possible and as many names as possible. Let's pay each one of them a million dollars for a day of shooting or something like that. And And I skipped um, Godzilla King of Monsters because I heard it wasn't great. It was not. Yeah, but was he in uh, King of Monsters? He yeah, was. he was. Yeah. He, and, and there was a relationship. Right. So I figured deal. that's why they felt like they had to shove uh, Millie Bobby in there and you know previous storylines because they're trying for this big franchise thing. Yes. Um, and, and that's fine, but it just did it work for you, Lewis? Not really. Yeah. I didn't really like her character, Godzilla King of Monsters. Right. And you're hitting on it, I, t- I think too. Watch and see what happens. The next movie with Godzilla or Kong's going to have Millie Bobby Brown, Ricky Baker character, and the podcaster dude. And right. they're going to be like the main characters or something. And so people have got to have this continuation of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that might be a wise business decision. I don't know. Well, but what if you wrote a script around it? Viewing but entertainment. It feels like they wrote one script and then someone up top said, oh, crap, we got to put these guys in Yeah, where because they were in the sequel and we we, uh, we got to make it a franchise. So, And well, what an incredible expense because every scene they were in pretty mm-hmm. much once they kind of got into the government stuff or whatever was like huge as far as the, oh, yeah, the set scale design of it, and the CG and stuff like that. It's like, wow, that had to cost a bazillion dollars. Yeah. Well, and, and what I was going to say was I actually – after going back and watching the first Godzilla and like Brian Cranston happened, what happened to him, and then like watching Aaron Taylor Johnson run around for no reason, yeah. I mean, there's um, for two hours, I, I'll say it was kind of refreshing for them not to be like the humans to be like the main thing because right. I expect to see Godzilla versus Kong, right. and I and I do think there's a lot of that, yeah, and so that's why I say I didn't hate it because um, the the characters didn't get in the way of what I wanted to see right. as a viewer. I feel like they did, but less so than uh, the 2014 Godzilla. Although I, I do think the 24, uh, or sorry, the 2014 Godzilla was a much better movie. Like it was just more cohesive, it, but it didn't deliver on the Godzilla action that you want from a Godzilla movie. Uh, and this one I, I think did. It's just a, a good 60% of the movie is the human interactions and they don't matter. So my thing is either make it all about Godzilla versus Kong or figure out how to make human characters that actually matter to the story. Yeah, um, and, you know, we've been talking about how, like, outside Arcadia, it's sci-fi, but my wife said when she came up with the idea, don't make it sci-fi. So there's a sci-fi element, therefore it is sci-fi. This one is a giant monster movie, but I think movies need to be careful and need to be centered around human relationships and real characters, real people with some layers and some depth, some conflict and all that, or else we're just watching mindless entertainment. And sometimes that's cool, but I think, you know, a $200 million movie, Godzilla versus Kong and to see the names that are billed on the poster and stuff like that. It's like, I'm expecting to see something with depth and, you know, something that kind of moves me inside. Right. This is just a big budget sci-fi. Right. Film, you know, that's all it is. is And they went all over the place with the sci-fi, too, from Mechzilla's to... Which I did like. Hollow Earths and... Yeah. Yeah. The Uh, Hollow Earth I didn't like, but I'm I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. Yeah, well, I I did like it. I like the story building or the world building of it all. 
you know, and, and to get into um, like this new world that we get to explore, hopefully in this whole monster verse that they're kind of doing. And, um, but like the, the things I like about it though, is what I was like, the magical like stuff that when I went back and watched Godzilla is like, this world has progressed a lot in the last, like, I don't know how many years you think passed since. Well, Taylor Johnson. In the real world, it's it was 2014 to 2021. So, so in six, seven, <laughs> seven years, years like, like his world has become very fantastical. Yeah. Um, well, if Elon Musk is in the world, then that explains how these heave uh, was a hollow Earth aerial vehicles came to be and stuff like that. Well, so. while we're on the subject of that. That's one of the things I hated about it. Because, when I first saw the image yeah. of it, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Well, here's my thing. When a movie can set its own rules, right? So, like, it, this is a, a movie about giant monkey fight giant lizard. Like, it can set its own rules. It's fine. We need a spaceship to go to the middle of the Earth. Cool. But you're telling me King Kong can just jump in there? Come on. <laughs> like, at least make him a spacesuit. That would have been cool, right? Like, see him in a little that's NASA. That's <laughs> That's pretty good. Kong? Yeah, Kong. Yeah, he <laughs> just wait, jumps in the hole. Wait a minute. He. Oh, wait. He didn't have the axe. to. That was when he went That's back. That's when he goes out. Yeah. So, so and, and I think there was one line that was like, he'll be fine. And I'm like, so let, let's just keep him on track. So, yeah. so what happens is, it stars this lady... He's Spoiler, been, there's a giant monkey in this. Yeah. It's Tarzan. No, it's good. So, <laughs> I wish there was a di- giant Tarzan in this. <laughs> the lady who's been working with Kong and this little girl that she saved from... A village? A village, I'm I guess. I'm call her a village On girl. On Skull Island, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, she's deaf. Yeah, she's deaf and she can talk to him somehow. We'll get Through to that sign in a language. minute. The miracle of sign language. <laughs> <laughs> but Alexander Skarsgård's character comes and then but then there's this company called apex and they want him to like go to this hollow earth because he's like the expert on it i guess the residential expert just because Somehow. his brother died in it yeah <laughs> i guess it's you like an avatar kill we sending you back yeah it's yeah. like an avatar where they got the brother because he was just the brother yeah <laughs> you know? and so they recruit kong to climb in this hole and then mm-hmm. like and then they get to the end, and it's just a portal. Well, it's just a portal, but it's also just a hole. Yeah. But like, it's like a like Godzilla. It's like a portal, though. At one point, Godzilla like just drills into the earth, and just like, and then King Kong just like jumps up there. Well, it's got me thinking, man. Uh, earth is twenty four thousand miles in circumference, roughly um, divide by pi. You end up with like seventy nine hundred miles, but. Tw- to go from you know a hole to China as a little kid, I don't know if you guys said it. We talked about digging a hole to China. And it's like now there's this hole from one side of the earth to the other, and they can just go there just like that. It's like it's still eight thousand miles, but they get there in just like a blink of an eye. Yeah. It's like hmm, magic, interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm like. That's where the magic. Because yeah. like okay, but they tried to make it science. But they well, that's the thing. They break their own rules. Like, you can yeah. set up your own rules. But if I need a spaceship to go into the middle of the Earth, then King Kong is not going to, in one leap and bound, just jump up out of the hole. Like, <laughs> <Right>? come on. Because <laughs> this is a but, really long way. I know. Right. And, they, and and you're right, it is a portal. But they show, like, it's a big distance, and it's like an interstellar, like, turbulence thing <laughs> that they go through. And King Kong just, like, jumps. Well, have He's y'all not- seen the new Total Recall? 
you know, I I did, and I don't remember. So I in think. the new Total Recall, there's like, like there's a elevator, if you will, where they go through Earth to like get to China. So like people in America, what's this new? Right. Uh, Whole to China <laughs> mentality. Is this going to be a theme in movies? Elon Musk started this. I'm just going to say that. He I talked guess. about tunnels. But in that movie, there's a point where they're like, okay, we're meet, we're we're hitting the the point of where the gravity is going to shift. And everybody like holds on to the pole, mm-hmm. and the gravity literally shifts. And sorry, I hit my mic. Uh, so you're falling, then you're flying? You're, you're falling, <laughs> and, and then like everybody floats for about a minute. And then, like, like they float and turn, and then their seats on the on the roof, if you will. And so, hey, that sounds familiar. It's pretty cool. Just it's like pretty cool what they do. Godzilla and Kong. Yeah. So, and the same thing, but they go through this portal, and yeah. and how did so Millie Bobby Brown's character? They're in Florida. Yeah, yeah. They're in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> then they end up in Hong Kong. Okay, I don't know how much time's passed, but there's there's gorillas and lizards smashing buildings and stuff in sure. the meantime. And then when it's all over, Dad, who was in Pensacola where Millie started, Eleven started, suddenly Kyle Chandler, her dad, is in Hong Kong while the smoke is still, the dust is still yeah. settling. It's like, well, they, they did I, and say, I just want to point out, it's 8,000 miles in a straight line from there to there, but yeah. he's there within... It'd have to be a couple hours, right? I yeah. really don't know. It's, but it's in the context of the movie, I guess it could be uh, whatever they wanted it to be. But the problem I have is it's jarring because it's not explained. Yeah. Like, they just need a quick little thing on the bottom that says, you know, three days later, <laughs> everyone's yeah. in Hong Kong. Yeah, you know? right. Well, and, and that's what I was going to say. Like, there's a lot of things that, that I don't like about it. And, uh, and that's one of them of, like, the traveling. Mm-hmm. Because... Fast travel. Like, Millie Bobby Brown and them don't have special suits. They're just in a shipping container, and then they shoot them through the earth. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the rules that they set up. It showed them reach. Yeah. A thousand miles an hour. It's like they went from zero to mock, and all they're doing is standing up like they're in the elevator. Like, oh, did you feel that? We're moving. And it comes to them taking a nap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did it really? Yeah. I must have bleaked at that point. (laughs) I think at one point I did kind of bring out my laptop. It was like surfing Google or something. (laughs) See, I saw this in theaters, so I just had to watch this stupid thing. All right. So I I was really excited from the get-go because – Kong. I mean, I love Kong. And his size in that opening image mm. was just phenomenal. That opening sequence was just, oh, man, it was beautiful. It's like you could feel the humidity in the air, you know, like being in Hawaii or someplace like that. Monkey opens up some humor. He scratches his butt. He goes and takes a shower. And even my grandkids said, oh, he's taking a shower. <laughs> so um, you get to see that. And then he goes out and he saw the little deaf girl. And I'm like, at that point, I didn't know what's going on. Is this monkey dreaming or is this little girl dreaming about a giant monkey? Right. And then she's got the little Kong doll that she fashioned, almost like a voodoo doll, Gorilla. a little bit creepy. Um, and then Kong comes down. Did they 
communicate at that point? I think she signed to him. Or okay, something. and I didn't. But he catch didn't sign it. back. So the big reveal was, oh, he can sign back, but yeah. only when not when Rebecca Hall does right. it. Only when the little village girl does. So it. then he trust her, and that's why without any explanation, we're going to carry this little girl into the most dangerous situation. Anyway, sorry, continue. All right, <laughs> all right. So then he, you know, he fashioned a. He grabs a tree, rips it out, turns it into a spear, stripping the limbs off, and he throws it, and it hits the Truman uh, Dome. All right, mm-hmm. and we get yeah. to see outside breaks that reality that we thought we were in then the little girl runs to her mom who is on the edge or the outside when we just saw him throw it like over mountains and stuff and then it hits a thing i'm like something in the scale is not working for me Mm -hmm. and then um if we wanted to talk about characters and needless characters mr scientist is there disagreeing with rebecca hall's character the mom doctor person very intelligent people talking and stuff, and I'm paying attention to what they're saying. They're concerned about the enclosure. I never see that character, that doctor. And he's a recognizable um, actor, and I'm like, ooh, they spent money on him. I pay attention to what he's saying. It's like, did he ever show up again? Nope. Uh, I don't think so, yeah. Nope. So so honestly, I would say, um, and Josiah has opinions on it too, I would say you could get rid of Deaf Girl. Mom could have yeah. been deaf, a scientist, and doing the sign language and stuff like that. And now you got rid of the little girl part, which we didn't need. No. She was also, cute and everything, but you got to explain. If there's a little village girl there, I think they all that was offered was one line that was kind of given offhand. You kind of have to explain that this little village girl is being raised by the, Rebecca Hall. Like, well, they did. Like, you, but you, like it was you said, offhand, it was like little like, tiny little I lines. Need, <laughs> I need more than that to understand the relationship between these two. And in that way, maybe I would understand why they keep like putting her in the worst situations for yeah, a little girl. Yeah. And I think that was a great flaw in the. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it happened at the writing stage in development or whatever, or if they were changing things on set or whatever. But it's like there were so many little things in there that were important, but they weren't showcased so that you knew they were important. And then and then there were things in there that they would kind of like. The podcaster, he'd have a funny quip or something like that. And it's like, that has no relevance to the story. So it's like they were flip-flopped on how they were presenting information. And I think they could have used Rebecca Hall, deaf scientist, on the phone, enclosure is not keeping him in or something like that, and gotten rid of two characters that we don't have to keep up with anymore. But instead, we ended up with, uh, realistically, what, 10 or 12 characters, Mm -hmm. maybe more? Mm -hmm. And every single human character is completely useless. Right. Yeah, so there's some things that I didn't like. Like I said, like that that, that didn't work for me at all. It's the 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 time travel. Mm. <laughs> they fast travel. Yeah, fast travel in a crazy Did they call way. It fast travel. That's what I call it because that's, that's some Sky good. Rainbow crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but also like the, there's like this one throwaway line of like we can't take this little girl with us, and the oh wait. She can talk to the gorilla. Yeah, and and then Rebecca Hall got to take her to with him us to once to this place where only the only other people that's ever been have, have been ripped apart. <laughs> that's my thing. Like, I need more than just an offhand comment of, "Oh, I guess Kong's the only going to respond to the little girl." How do we know? Can't we test it? Can we get some more like yeah. sign language people in here, please? Right before we give start him an taking... iPad or yeah. something. Come on, man. <laughs> also, if you're gonna introduce the little village girl, which I don't know why you would, at least give her a character. 
Like, like at least develop that character. You know how uh, uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, how they they took King Kong as a character, mm-hmm. and they showed you, you know, kind of what he did when when he was alone, and and they, oh, they he laughed feel... at her uh, Naomi Watts dancing. He yeah. laughed at her yeah. and stuff. They it's made like, that was he great. was a character in this. They're not King Kong and Godzilla aren't characters, and that would be okay if you had some human characters to go along with it. Yeah, I thought that too. But Just the know. design of their faces. Mm-hmm. Kong was always angry, yeah. super angry. Godzilla, I've never seen Godzilla look so angry. And it's like right then I was like, mm, let's. Are we have more than one gear for Kong's face? Because it looked like he, you know, he woke up and he was just ticked off. Right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like I said, I didn't mind it so much because I. Uh, and I can forgive all this other stuff because I enjoyed watching them fight and then fight yeah. at the end. A lot of together, the fights I thought know? were good. Uh, I, although I'll say this, I don't, I don't understand why they put one of the first fights between Godzilla and King Kong on like a ship. On the, on the ship, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I get maybe they're thinking, ooh, what what are some creative ways to get Godzilla to have a huge advantage because you know he's got the water advantage now. Uh, but it wasn't fun. It was just. And the scale was like so inconsistent. Like sometimes they would be on the ship, and then at other times, I think Rob said this earlier. The like tip of Godzilla's tail would wipe out many, at least two or three battleships yeah. or something. I was like, wait a minute, they were just standing, standing on, on it. it, but their tail. <laughs> yeah, that's confused. another thing. I couldn't figure out how big they were. <laughs> right. Well, that it, I think it was very inconsistent, and it's a lot less notable noticeable when you have the buildings around them, but when you have nothing but the ships and. I, for me, I don't think that that was fun, at, like almost at all. Yeah, it was a little fun. I get at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, okay, a water fight," but then it was like, oh, "Okay, a water fight." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the weird part where they nuked the water to get Godzilla off of him, but Kong wasn't hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you know he can withstand going through the center of the earth. Yeah. So. He's all the depth impervious. charges. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool idea because we got to kind of see, you know, depth charges. I guess mm-hmm. that might be based on reality, but to get to see some of that was kind of cool but i was just it's like that's like a concussion effect it's like yeah, yeah. uh that would have sh- like sunk most of your monkey there. doesn't <laughs> succumb to well is, pressure is like he that? death is he, oh is he oh is twist. he death i don't know it, but it doesn't you don't have to be uh able to hear for that to happen because that thing is not just your hearing that's like concussion like getting hit uh with a wall wave. Yeah, shockwave is like getting yeah. hit with a wall or something. Yeah, and I guess like when they're on the ship, it's like, oh no, like if we keep him, uh, you know. Unchain him so he can fight for us. Uh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what. <laughs> While we're all drowning Speaking inside the ship. Speaking of useless characters, you remember the uh, Kim Kardashian character that's there for like two minutes yeah, just to throw the, up or something? That's, <laughs> the, that's the rich guy's daughter. Ah, uh, yes. I was like. Could they not schedule rich guy to come on on this trip? They had to get or you know well, just like, cut. They had to have him get smacked at the end. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Well, th- well, this is a I, something again, that Godzilla does all the time. This is a flaw. Get smacked. I'll tell you. <laughs> this is a flaw in the filmmaking for me because we watch we make short films and we watch short films, and often you're watching a short film and there's three or four or five characters on screen and you're mm-hmm. like they could have put that in two characters. Or you see three, and it's like, that could have been one character on a phone call or writing a note or something like that. And there was a lot of that in here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, Rebecca Hall, the doctor and the daughter, that could have been one character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be Our really no easy to do. Mm-hmm. The rich guy and his daughter, there's no point in having the daughter. The rich guy should have been on the trip. And I actually thought he was kind of an interesting character. Well, and well, to, to kind of like, not to disagree, because I kind of agree with that, but to, I guess I can see the reasoning because she goes and leads the second team kind of. Uh, the apex team, if you will, because there's this company of who, who, in my opinion, is the villain of the whole movie, right? Who um, is the who apex. apex? And well, then yeah. he, he, like, they go, and then I, I like this part where they're like, all right, we're going to steal this magic. <laughs> Some, yeah. And then, like, they're like, don't steal the magic. <laughs> Can and, we just agree that the bad guy in this, the one that wants to download magic? Well, okay, download the magic and power. I'll get to that, but I'll say this: the bad guy is right here. Like, like his his sin is that he's wanting to build Mecha Godzilla because he doesn't want to rely on these mythical beasts that just destroy everything in their path. He is accurate. Like in in the real world, he would be a hero, not a villain, because he created a defense yeah. system against the Titans. And the only bad thing he does is steal magic from the middle of the earth and he downloads power uh like through ethernet or something so, <laughs> it wasn't wireless or was it like well wireless? so another useless <laughs> character the japanese guy who was driving yeah. the thing it's like i thought I, he was going to come back to life or something yeah. incredible happened it's like why are we go for some reason they set him up as as this character i just expected he was going to have a really cool scene at some point yeah. and then he never did he did have a really cool scene where they made the skull into a huge electric chair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right I would, I would very expensive cool, electric chair. and no. then they go in there and they see him they go oh he's in a what do he say he's in a meditation he's, like, he's in a trance <laughs> so i was like how does first off how does ricky baker ricky and baker. podcaster have the answers to everything oh he's in a trance I don't know, but I'm so oh, glad it's a that something, something, something. I'm so glad that all technology, including like a giant metal Godzilla, um, I'm glad that it's so uh, finicky that it can be destroyed by pouring uh, soda on it. Is that what happened? <laughs> That's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got an idea. <laughs> that always pisses me off. And and in this movie, it was just like, I, yeah, I get they just don't download it power wirelessly well, look. through well, magic, but it still bugged me. Why did he have to say drink? <gasps> Drink. I thought he was going to type, you know, twelve-year-old Scotch whiskey, and that's going to be the password or something like Ricky that. Ricky Baker, would but he's know sitting there going, "Drink, drink, drink," he and he grabs it, and he pours it. If he would have just grabbed it and poured it, we would have gotten it. That's see, yeah. that's kind of insulting like to seen, a uh, to a viewer. Yeah, because I've seen every kid's show ever. I know <laughs> to pour, pour water pour, in there. Pour soda. On it. yeah. It's the sticky stuff. <laughs> it's like, what do I ask uh, Nathaniel every time we're on a film shoot? Where's the breaker box? Where's yeah, the yeah. first thing he needs to do as a gripping electric is show up? Where's the breaker box? I'm sitting there going. You got a supercomputer here. Where's the power coming from? Go cut a cable. Unplug yeah. something. Well, also, it's a giant metal Godzilla. <laughs> Maybe it has its own magic powers. I don't know. So th- there's this scene uh, in the first Godzilla where the... Um, the, the 1927? The, no, no, no. <laughs> Brian Cranston 2014, dies yeah. version of Godzilla. So um, <laughs> they... <laughs> Not in real life. He's still alive. Like, he's awesome. Yeah. But um, where, like, Godzilla, like, smacks the guy that's, you know, yeah. like, just crushes his building. That's in that one. And it's in this one, too, the same scene where, where the guy's, like, looking at him like, you mangely kids. Like, the Scooby-Doo moment. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, you meddling oh, kids. 
there's this huge Godzilla that's about to crush me. <laughs> and he crushes him, right? Yeah. So th- that's in the both. But then there's also this scene that I love is when they steal the magic from Hollow Earth and then download it magically. Mm. Uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi in the hollow earth. I thought it was Bluetooth. Everything was blue. I was like, Bluetooth. that's Bluetooth. It wasn't Bluetooth. even a hardwire connection. Like, <laughs> at least put a pipe or something to but it, right? Like, she, like, screams, everyone to the thing. And so, and, and they're, like, leaving. And Godzilla's fighting these flying, I mean, Kong's yeah. fi- these flying things, fighting them, killing them, eating them. It's, like, yeah. it's fun for me. Yeah, that, that was kind of fun. And then she's that. like, he's kind of in our way. Shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. At that point, my I look at my grandkids, and they're, like, looking around the room like, did this get stupid all of a sudden? You're going to shoot the guy that's protecting you? Yeah. yeah. Shoot him. And it's like, I think Steven or whoever I was watching with, like, leaned over and was like, just fly around. Why? why? <laughs> that's exactly what I was like. Why are you sitting next to Nathaniel. He got really excited when she died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did, too. Yeah. I was like. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm not like that normally in a movie. Well, see, for me, that wasn't even fun because she wasn't a character. She was just did there. She, did she even have scenes with her father at all? Or did their no, father? No, I think she just mentioned, so. you know, her dad. Like, at least text him. Yeah. <laughs> show, show her, you know, he even holding the airbag at zero, what is it, minus zero gravity or whatever that is. At least say, hey, dad, the trip is going well or something. But yeah, We like, did yeah, not get ripped apart. Even <laughs> when his daughter died at all in a movie? I don't even think he was he told or anything. Because yeah. then he got killed by his own creation. Which, that by the way. might be the only thing that made sense is he didn't know his daughter died because yeah. she's on the other side of the wor- world like three minutes but, away. But by the way, from a story standpoint, when the bad guy has only, like, when his only crime is trying to protect like the earth from these titans uh i, I you got to do something more to make him a bad guy cuz his only crime was trying to steal magic that why shouldn't he you know what so, i mean like so, say that so the, the dynamic between rich guy and the Japanese pilot, if you will, because he was the one in the you know skull thing, whatever. What do you call it? Electric chair. Electric chair. <laughs> so what was the dynamic there? Because it seemed like maybe the Japanese guy was trying to stop rich bad guy, and that's why it, the Mechzilla crashed into the window or something. Is that when the rich guy died? No. No. Point? He. Oh, so when they. Well, I don't remember. No, when, so when what they happened the- was the magic went crazy. Yeah. So the Japanese guy and rich guy, they're on the same page, uh, but they need more power because uh, batteries won't do it. So Tesla batteries won't do it. So they download the power from the magic or something, and then uh, the magic took over and and electric chair, electric chaired the Japanese guy and and smashed the ritual. But how do we know this though? That's the thing well, it's the like offhand comments. Yeah, the director. Actually, it's probably the podcaster revealed it. Oh, here's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the magic gone bad. Actually, what it, I think it really was and I'm probably wrong, so tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, probably. Just say not facts. Can <laughs> I tell him he's wrong? <laughs> um I so they took the head, the skulls of those other the Ghidorah, the the Ghidorah, the, the three headed one, because they can telepathically communicate. And so when it kind of reanimated the good Ghidorah, Ghidorah, uh, I see, yeah, yeah. And, and so the Ghidorah is an evil thing, right? Yeah, it, 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 yeah. I I remember it was a that bad some, Titan. Yeah. Someone yeah, must yeah. have said that in the movie because mm. I, I remember them saying it was that. probably yeah. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was a possession of Mecha Godzilla. But so let me ask you guys this: Is this a prequel to Pacific Rim? 
Pacific Rim. Is it specifically a specific prequel to Pacific Rim? <laughs> well, no, because in Pacific Rim, they know exactly. how to build stuff. <laughs> That's why I said prequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they knew, before Idris was here. Because or whoever like, was in I, the second I got one, a big Pacific Rim vibe about the, uh, you know, the, the boat fight. Yeah, like, the, oh. that's my thing, too. Like, 13-year-old Josiah would love to see Mechagodzilla just, like, tearing crap up. But old old man Josiah, uh, or whoever I am now, uh, I've seen this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I've yeah. seen two Pacific Rims. One was good. Well, here, um, here's something I didn't like either, and I've said this before. I have not seen, uh, is it Batman versus Superman or one, one yeah. versus the other? I didn't watch yeah, that. I grew up and Batman, you know, George Reeves, I mean, Superman, George Reeves. And uh, Clark Kent, the whole everything, Superman was super. He was the top. He was the apex, yeah. to coin, yeah. uh, borrow a phrase. He was the apex superhero, right? So I don't want to see Batman and Superman. And spoiler, I know how it ends because you guys have spoiled it for me. I don't want to see it now. Well, Just like I didn't it. want to see Civil War. Because right, right. I don't want to see like my two favorite uncles fist fighting and trying to destroy one another. For the record, and the I kind of want to see my two favorite and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a whole other story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of the same thing. I don't want to see Kong and Godzilla fight because historically, uh, Godzilla is a good guy. He comes out to fight the bad uh, yeah. Titan monsters that show up. And Kong has never been a bad guy. He if anything, Kong has always been a victim. Well, that's why they team yeah. up at the end. Well, yeah. And, yeah, but well, and by the way, Batman v Superman, which you have not seen, spoiler, they it also, ends exactly the same way. This was, this was a better Batman v Superman. I actually agree with that. <laughs> and I, and I, I wouldn't say I hate Batman v Superman, but I there's an ex- expectation for that movie. For this movie, like I can hate it be- because I just didn't have enough fun with it, right? Batman v Superman, it's like, you got to do better if you got a name like so that. You gotta do better. So I've got a question. Who who decides what is proper, V or Versus? Uh, the studio, apparently. <laughs> they went with Versus, and I'm glad. Versus is good. I don't know why. Uh, v feels like a legal battle. It, that, that's what the studio said. Yeah. Why that they, they chose that, because that reason, no idea. Well, I think because, I think, and this is a little tangent for Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. is that... Like, he wanted justice for the people who died. And there is that killer court scene. And there's a killer court scene. Yeah, literally with Granny's Um, peach sweet tea. So it's all about justice. And I think that's a theme of Batman v Superman. And so to get to theme with with Godzilla versus Kong, I think the theme here is like, like... human nature versus nature of well just nature yeah. versus nurture right like if 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 they would just trust Godzilla like you said to be the good guy to show up and help right. then this movie doesn't even happen right. right but the problem i have is i'm with the bad guy cuz every time that Godzilla shows up people die even even when he comes to save the day people die yeah and see i think that's the cool part <clears throat> you know through save the cat and robert mckee and stuff like that um, there's got to be a conflict. There's got to be a duality. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, God's, Godzilla only shows up out of the sea in Japan when the, the giant moth monster shows up or what, or a robot or a villain or something like that. So that's a good thing. So he's a good guy, right? He's the yeah. protagonist in that. But he creates so much damage because of his size and his scale yeah. that 
there comes this now this debate is he a good guy or a bad guy right. or, or do we want him to show to, up at all then you have to question does the villain does a giant moth show up and Godzilla doesn't show up and it kills the entire Everybody. all of <laughs> Japan the entire all the islands around it kills everything so I think that's one of the interesting aspects and why Godzilla the oldest I could see was 1954 um, Godzilla so I don't know if there's uh, any older than that but for man we're talking how long now 60 something years that Godzilla has stood his ground crashed buildings and all that and we still find it endearing to watch because I think that's that conflict in us we sense he's a good guy but he does bad bad things there's collateral damage but it makes it interesting and debatable and we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it but how many movies now here's a controversial opinion i just came up with in my head uh i think i like the 98 godzilla with matthew broderick better than this one I'd, i, I, love I that like that one, one. It, it's stupid fun right like yeah, that's yes. what you want from godzilla that's that's why 2014 but, but it was a very works. high level yeah, yeah godzilla yeah. of course yeah well and, and i think that one succeeded better with oh we need human characters <laughs> Yeah. They're still mostly useless, but they're a little better than in this well, one. Well, no, no, I don't. I wouldn't say they were useless because the reporter girl, sure, she yeah. had to get the story. The, the uh, Hank Gazzara, is that his name? The camera guy and stuff like that. I still remember the scene with him landing between the toes. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um, they were like they were presented as real people with right. real daily struggles, I, and now there's a giant lizard in the street. Yeah. Well, and and I think too to go back to Godzilla versus Kong is is like. Our human nature is to try to save ourselves versus like having like a savior, you know? Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's collateral damage with Godzilla, but like you look at the Marvel movies, there's lots of collateral damage with them. That's why they have a whole civil war about it, right? Mm-hmm. The Sokovia Accords. And so, like, they're trying to make it perfect with having this Mecha Godzilla to protect themselves. But at the beginning of the movie, like, like at first you think, well, Godzilla just attacked this place for no reason. But the truth is, is he sensed that they're building this thing and was trying to prevent them from reanimating the, uh, what you call it? Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Yeah. So, and so, so that's why he attacked the Apex building at the beginning. So you're saying that Godzilla showed up not because Kong was out of the enclosure, but because he sensed that the Ghidorah brain electric chair mm-hmm. thingy going on that they were activating that or whatever that's called exactly yeah. that's why they attacked the apex building at the beginning but they needed more power so they let kong out to lead mm-hmm. them through the hole so that they would find this power source which is this blue gold kind of thing well it's like whatever powers his atomic breath right is that what's called yeah 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 it's that that power that he also uses to to drill a huge hole in the middle of Kong, Hong Kong yeah. to dis- destroy. He, he just made Kong's, a shortcut. Yeah. It's just a shortcut. It's simple. Did it's he destroy shortcut. Kong's temple? I I think he did. Yeah, yeah. I remember it collapsing and crap. Yeah, yeah. Which is sad. Like that hurt my heart to be honest. Because <laughs> this is awesome. They're still able to go there because at the end Kong was back with the death. Oh girl. yeah. The, well the. They didn't show the temple, did they? No, they were just in like yeah. a yeah. upside down forest thing. Yeah, in the, yeah. which <laughs> yeah. I thought was really good. Yeah, yeah I I really love when they showed up and uh, when they showed up in the temple in Hollow Earth, and, and my grandkids are like, "What is that, Pop?" And I was like, "To me, that's the Hall of the Ancients." And um, things I think maybe things have changed, or I don't know if it's me over time and all, but I used to be blown away that a couple thousand years ago people were 
writing scrolls and they were performing uh, plays and writing and, you know, uh, philosophizing and things like that. It just blew me away. So the ancient aspect of Kong has always been, you know, something that just kind of, I don't know what it is. It just excites me and does something to me. And that's why I like uh, Jack Black and um, and Kong. Is it Skull Island? Is that what that is? Or no? Well, that Jack was Black was King Kong. King Kong. So that Ish. one, when they went to the island and we saw the natives and the spears and stuff like that, that's that whole Tarzan kind of thing for me. It really was cool to harken back to that because then it felt like instantly you give this incredible backstory to who Kong is. And that even lends to Godzilla as well at the same time. And they hit it briefly, but I kind of wish they'd hit it more somehow. And I don't know how, but... Yeah, I'd rather just see a whole movie on that, honestly. Or do something with that concept on Skull Island. Like, that's yeah, what like I like. more about. like a Journey to the End of the Earth kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. well, that's what I liked about Kong Skull Island. You, you took the concept of King Kong and you you didn't do the same story again. You did something different with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love to see uh, if Hollow Earth with Kong's family you yeah, know, yeah. and families of, kind of like our Bigfoot story where there's a family of big, big feet, Bigfoot. Big, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Yeah. So and, and, and I would agree that, that that's an interesting concept too. But um, I, th- I think you get that moment with Godzilla and Kong when Godzilla beats him, right? And, mm-hmm. and uh, Tarzan has to jumpstart his heart with the, what they call the aerial. The heave. Electrical. Hollow heave. Earth aerial vehicle. He yeah. said, we would need enough power. And they used the line from earlier to light up Las Vegas light for a week. And so he lands it on his chest and like jumps off his heart. That's like the only but, setup in the movie that I like, okay, that paid off. I got it. But I, I think you get that moment and, you know, they don't talk to each other, but <laughs> the acting of these <laughs> huge CGI monsters uh, where Godzilla looks at him and's like, like, oh, we realize like we should we're on together. the same side in this. Like yeah. he's trying to protect these yeah. people. I'm trying to protect the world from evil. <laughs> and then like, usually what would Godzilla do if it was Mothra or something? The other, what'd you call it? Ghidorah. Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is the only one that can say this word. So Lewis just brought up uh, a funny thing that I, I think I said to Steven when we were watching it. Um, uh, say it again. Uh, Godzilla just went down and whispered in King Kong's ear and said, your name's Martha too. <laughs> What'd you say? I meant say your mom's Martha too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like normally, I, I think Godzilla would like like charge up his atomic breath and then just destroy whatever there. Yeah, but he realizes like they're not evil, you know. And then later, like, did, good thing did he did because him. they spent enough time on that moment where it's eye contact between the two giant monsters. Is that what was happening? Is Godzilla yeah. didn't want to finish him off because I don't know. My brain was mushy. Yeah. At that point, yeah, I'm, so that's what here. I felt. I felt. It's I almost felt like, like I didn't Godzilla would have done a, him in if not for being distracted by Mecha Godzilla, which uh, is kind of dumb. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I felt that like part was fun. I felt me. like you know they're destroying, you know, Tokyo, Japan, all of Japan. It's not a huge island, right? Hong Kong, Hong Kong. different uh, island. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> different Japan, so which has a huge hole in it now. Is that a country? <laughs> Straight to the, uh, I guess. Am I going to have to apologize to the Chinese for calling Taiwan a country? Is that what's happening? Y'all missed that news. Y'all missed that news today, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't. I was kind of like you. It's like I've kind of lost interest and almost don't care. So, huh. 
I think too, yeah. But then I, I do like this idea. Like at the beginning, uh, the opening credits is like this March Madness. Like Godzilla has like took out yeah. all these people, yeah. and then Kong has took out these things, and like it's like a tournament, like March yeah. Madness style. And it's like now they're gonna Who's match in up. what bracket? <laughs> yeah, like I love like, how they marketed like an actual bo- boxing match. Yeah, like, yeah. I have college friends that actually bet real money on who would win, Godzilla or Kong. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I had friends that did that for Batman v Superman, and then after the movie came out, they were like, yeah, I guess we all kind of lost in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I like this thing that they do where, where Godzilla beats Kong, and then Kong comes with his magical axe and saves mm-hmm. and beats Mecha Godzilla, but only because he charged his thing up yeah. with his atomic breath, which I think is cool. So, so we just agree that it's all magic. It's it's all magic, yeah, basically. some kind of magic. <laughs> like when, when he put the the hammer down or the axe yeah. hammer down, I was like, so so this is we're doing magic now. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I didn't hate it. I thought it was a really uh, fun movie. Um, well, I, was I didn't care think- for the story though. Yeah, there's a story. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, um, did I waste? Two hours. What's the runtime? It's two hours. It's right? a little over two, right? Yeah, yeah something like two thirteen, maybe. Yeah, plus like the time of like, recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did I waste my time watching that? And it's like I don't know. I think I enjoyed it enough, especially it was an experience with the kids. Yeah, and a little, not too rough. And three year old um, Nora, we sent her out of the room to um, play or do something else. We didn't want her to see it because there were a few images in it that were kind of startling, like ripping the head off of a. Yeah thing and kind of drinking its guts and blood and stuff like that if but if, i'm wondering if on my deathbed if i go god i could live two hours longer if i hadn't watched mm. that I maybe you'll rewatch it I on could. your deathbed <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, you mean to tell me that that if if only tarzan and the the sign language one would had enough sense like you to send the child out of the room <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i'm saying instead of say you know what come along let's put her in front <laughs> You know she 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 has no guardians to sign this release. Yeah, <laughs> they so are. Village won't miss her. She's gone. So do I reach out to? Do I reach out to Jeff Bezos with all my complaints about this movie? Does he have anything to do with this one? No, I don't think uh, he does. this would be Discovery now, right? Because yeah. it's WB. Discovery. Oh wow! So Discovery. 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 Yep. Huh? Who owns Discovery? Uh, Mr. Discovery. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you got to contact uh, Mr. Discovery. Think yeah. Disney. Mr. No, it's not Disney. Oh, I don't okay. think. I don't think. I don't know. Oh, they own Probably. National Geographic. They're going to own yeah. all of us at one point. So yeah, yeah. It's only a matter of time. Well, guys, I I, I didn't hate it. So um, what else? Uh, uh, we said our piece on it. You think mm-hmm. so? I talked way more than I wanted to. <laughs> so, uh, well, what y'all been watching? Anything uh, y'all been kind of like to suggest or? Well, I mentioned Stargate. Has ever, everybody seen Stargate? I've never seen Stargate. Yeah, I've never seen it. Bro, it's yeah, good. Have you not? It's not bad. It's really not. They're, um, yeah, it's not bad. It's good. It's good. Um, I, In my opinion, the show is much better, uh, but there's some nostalgia there, and uh, you also got like 10 seasons of Stargate SG-1, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, and if that turns out to be a good watch for me, then I'll be glad that I decided to watch it the other night just on a whim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what about you, Lewis? What you been watching? Uh, I've been re-watching this uh, old cartoon I used to watch as a kid called uh, Static Shock. It's a nice. Yeah. yeah, I like Static Shock. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just sort of like put it on when I was looking after my my little niece, and she, she really liked it. 
Cool. Cool. So what's it, was it just for everybody listening, what's that about? Uh, it's about this uh, teenage kid who is in a bad neighborhood, and he becomes a superhero. And uh, it kind of tackles like some serious topics like racism without like shoving it down your throat while still having like an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Like uh, there's an episode where like his best friend, his his dad is racist, but uh, and at the end he sort of resolves that, and his dad has to sort of come together with his black father. Okay, and, and I kind of relate to it because. My friend has a racist dad. I thought you were going to say your father was black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. 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 What? Uh. <laughs> I'm shocked. Statically. Oh, wow. He's paying attention. So yeah. I started a couple of movies and then did not finish them. I recently started Cats and watched about Ooh. six minutes of yeah, it. I watched Classic. part of the trailer and I'm not watching <laughs> yeah. that. And I was like, yeah. I got to the third part that uh, Rebel Wilson takes her, the third time she takes her skin off. And I stopped. Yeah, there's three. I was. There, there's more than that, I believe. But I got to under the third one. A cat's skin. Uh, more skin. Body I don't parts. know. Uh, We're not uh, sure. Well, I didn't get that far. Thankfully, it's like ten minutes into the movie. I, I was I was watching it, and then uh, me and my wife were sitting there watching. It and our daughter walked in, and she's like, "What are y'all watching?" <laughs> like cats. And then she's like, "Oh." cool <laughs> and i was like and this isn't even the middle of the movie they're just all singing and dancing yeah. i was like this is the very beginning <laughs> yeah. and so we turned off and then then we watched uh i've indoctrinated my wife a little bit we watched the sandlot okay so, all right yeah we, it's one of my favorite movies of all time uh i was watching I was watching and I was reading the um, Rotten Tomato stuff on it, and I was just like, yeah, we're all wrong. Because <laughs> I don't know it has on Rotten Tomatoes, but it wasn't great on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll be honest. I didn't like it as a kid, and I think I think I have a better uh, like appreciation for it now, but uh, <laughs> it's not one that I watch very often. I've watched it like maybe a dozen times, but mostly because like in school. Y'all remember yeah. in school when they would like make you watch those kind of movies? Yeah, like we watch it a lot in band class. Yeah, well, me too. Yeah, you same. watched it in school. Watched it in school. Wow. It's, it's rated PG, and we watched it again. And I've noticed this more and more that when I watch something later, it has a lot of cussing in it, mm-hmm. like a lot. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, and you know, many curse words don't bother me, and it's hard to um, escape it anymore and stuff, but. The Sandlot is geared towards not adults, not young adults. It's geared towards, you know, 10, 12, 14-year-olds mm-hmm. um, and maybe even younger. My kids grew up and we watch it and stuff. But, yeah, you're right. There's, It's amazing sometimes how there are so many curse words. And even if they're not F-bombs and GDs and things like that, um, you got a 10 or 12-year-old kid. Now they think that's the way they need to talk in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I, I always struggle with that. I know yeah. someone that makes films with a lot of uh, curse words in it. His, his, his he's sitting across the table from me. <laughs> they are Bible curse words mostly, <laughs> right? Not me, <laughs> not, not not Zach. These are words you will find in no, nah. but not Lewis yet. We'll, I, we'll I think see. too, though. I think when I was growing up, I watched a lot of um, of movies on TV where they like dub it. You know, on the TV, like, th- they'd like leave yeah. the line out. Well, they're like just. <laughs> and so now that I've been it. watching the the pure form of it, and I'm yeah, like. Yeah. Like home, even like Home Alone and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. we had a we had a lady in our church. Uh, she was our age back when I was like 30 or something like that. She's from Germany and she married um, an army captain or whatever. 
and um, Anya was her name, and she would come to the house and hang out with us and stuff. So it's like, we need to, and her husband was into, man, we need to uh, let her see, like you say, indoctrinate uh, Anya into Animal House. And I mean, we had like four or five movies, space balls and all kinds of stuff like that. And we put them in and like, five minutes into each one it's like i don't remember all that being in that let's movie. not watch this um, <laughs> caddyshack it's like okay there's yeah, still caddyshack. Yeah. so somebody needs to uh re-release those movies with all the cuss words like bleeped or something yeah. dad nabbit <laughs> yeah you want like a vid angel version of yeah vid y'all angel. ever be watching like a fx and the way that they like uh censor this stuff they'll like <laughs> I there there are great examples you could YouTube, but like Die Hard's a good one. Um, I've seen the snakes on a plane one. No, someone can get those monkey fighting snakes off this Monday to Friday plane. Yippee ki yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think one was uh, Yippee ki yay, mother father, uh, which is a pretty good one. Whoa, that was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was was gonna go. (laughs) Hit the B button. Hit the B button. So, what you been watching, Josiah? Um. You know what's funny? I've I've been watching so much of Survivor recently. It's like I don't watch anything else. There are forty seasons, guys. NCIS. That's what we're doing. It's like every yeah. night. Oh, well, I think Survivor is much better than uh, NCIS. <laughs> but I'm on season two, Australian Outback. It's pretty good. I'm almost on the finale. So, all right. Uh, I accidentally Wikipedia'd it, and I know who wins. So, well, that's kind of your bummer. fault. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I want to see like there's a guy in season two, like episode four or five. Breathed in smoke and f- passed out in the fire, and he like uh, got some bad third degree burns. He's his skin's like mm. falling off his hands. He, so yeah, so I'm looking him up to make sure he's not dead. But he's still surviving. Um, uh, yeah, he still survived. He played again, and I can't wait to see that season. So that's wow. gonna be fun. Um, wow. But yeah, when you when you look up things to see if Survivor contestants are dead or not, you find out who won. How many seasons? Uh, you say forty? Is that like two a year? Two or? each year. Okay, yeah. Uh, the like, only year they didn't do that was last year, and they're going to do two this year. So, yeah, they've good. been approved to. The world's start changed because filming. now when a, uh, a season comes out, you got like 10, yeah. 8, 10, 12, 13 episodes. And like NCIS has like, you know, 934 in each season mm-hmm. or something. It's stupid. It's like 24, 25 in each season. I'm like, how do we well, measure what's funny seasons? Because I don't know anymore. Like the first couple seasons of Survivor, like everything was so different back then like it, I, I think it came from an era where like most people were watching the same thing and if you watch modern survivor they're doing anything they can to get you to watch right because who watches survivor and you're who watches because, tv yeah exactly who watches the broadcast you know because yeah, like, uh when did survivor start 2001 One? i think okay. 2000 or 2001 yeah so we were still coming home and you could still go to the office or school or something the next day and yeah do you see that episode and everybody like yeah, yeah yeah it's like again when i was a kid you know on happy days or something like that everybody welcome back cotter we were all right. talking about this same thing and nowadays it's like you almost don't have entertainment in common um, unless it's a super huge thing. And then even like Games of Thrones, we've talked about that. I'm not going to watch Games of Thrones. It's uh, it's Game of Thrones. It's game, I, love game, game. Game. I love it. Games, game. of Thrones. games of Thrones. I'm not yeah. watching Games of Thrones. I watched one episode <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I know what this is. It starts with the P and it ends with Orn. Anyways, uh, I didn't watch any other episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody around you might be watching that. And I heard everybody talking about it, especially the final episode or whatever. 
And it's like, I can't watch that. I'm not watching that. Yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Yeah. You just can't. And I think the last big um, thing that happened that I remember that everybody was watching was Lost. For me, it was Stranger Things. I think that oh, had yeah, like a I resurgence forgot. of that. Yeah. Um, but I remember Lost was big, like, well, especially like when it was almost over and you had to go around like school and stuff yes. with your fingers in your ears mm-hmm. so no one would say anything. And it turned out it sucked anyway, the ending. So. Yeah. Well, I think um, Disney Plus is doing a good job with like w- releasing weekly series uh, like they did with The Mandalorian and then yep. with all the Marvel stuff because then. But then you'll have people like, I'm waiting till it's all here so I can watch Yeah, it. that's what I've been doing. So I feel like whenever I'm ready to talk about it, everyone else has got it out of their system. <laughs> yeah, and that's your fault. <laughs> yeah, well, but it, I don't want to watch 30 minutes of Mandalorian. I want to sit down and watch six hours of Mandalorian. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. That's why I'm watching 40 seasons of Survivor. Don't you have some work to get done? <laughs> yeah, well, eventually, <laughs> exactly. right. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to do this thing called mailbag and start off. Uh, do we have email today in Man, the mailbag? I do not have any notifications, but I put out there on the interwebs that I need some. And Rhino Mite was my closest one. Nope. He said, might I join the podcast? Should I tell him? Yeah, come on, man. We'll, <laughs> uh, we'll talk. About, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, just we'll up to for discussion. This part <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so if you want to send in some information uh, or some questions or some suggestions for the yeah, topics. Yeah, send them some uh, quahones. Where, where can they send that in, Josiah? Um, uh, let's get them to send it to info at desotoartsinstitute.com. Yeah. Um, and I would say go f- maybe even follow us on Facebook yeah. at DeSoto Arts Institute. And make your and uh, subject, make comments uh, you know, didn't hate it podcast. Yeah. Quahone. And yeah. that's uh, questions. If Quite you, if, if you want to spell it with J's or H's, I encourage it as <laughs> well. <laughs> so the, the, they can reach us there. Um, does any, anywhere else they can reach us? Any social media? We're on Facebook. Well, Josiah's address is. <laughs> I'm uh, homeless. One eight hundred. Huh? Maybe the YouTube comments. YouTube yeah, yeah, find us on YouTube, DeSoto Arts Institute. Well, um, wouldn't it be Lewis over there, the quiet one, to point out the most obvious place to ask us questions? Hit us up yeah, in the yeah. comments below. But send us an email. Speaking of uh, Germany, uh, Rob brought up Germany. We got like five listeners in Germany, so that means we either have one guy that's listened five that's times. very bored. Or he introduced us to his whole family. So I'm exactly. sorry about that, uh, guy from Germany, but thanks for so, listening. Yeah, or lady. It could question. be a lady. Our lady, yeah. I, I assume yeah. it's a so dude because we've had no ladies. So we're watching our analytics as we get our whopping uh, listenership. Is that mm. a word? Um, up whopping, and, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> whoppers. I've seen whoppers. That's yeah. good. All right. So um, if you are in Germany, we'd love to hear from you, honestly. Yeah. And, um, you know. Shoot us a message, man. Email us, info at DeSotoArtsInstitute.com. Mm. Love to hear from you guys wherever you are. And, you know, if you think that we could uh, dig in differently or have some ideas on something we ought to hit, man, let us know. So yeah. we're talking about uh, staying current with uh, current movies. And uh, Fast and Furious 97 is coming out. Is that right? Yeah, number nine. Number nine. Fast nine. Fast is it Fast nine or is it Furious nine? Fast nine. Fast nine. I'm not sure. So we're going to be talking about those coming so now out. It's fast or furious. It's not fast and furious. It depends. One or the other. It depends. They wake up and they're like, "I'm furious today." And then <laughs> sounds like Kong. He woke yeah, up furious. Right. Yeah. So you can you can reach us there, and um, also if you're listening to us on Spotify or 
um, Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or wherever you get your podcast. Our Amazon Echo. We've we've seen some people listening on uh, that. Yeah. So good for you guys. Is there something that. called Crunchyroll Cast or something like that? <laughs> I, I there's got to be right. I'm just gonna make up. Are something. we an there's anime? A podcast <laughs> but be anime. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're I, we're my favorite anime. That's yeah. what it is. We're we're all Dragon Ball characters. <laughs> but anyways, however you listen to us, leave a review. Uh, as long as you can give us more than four stars. Yeah. If if you don't like it, just don't. If you don't like it, there are better podcasts <laughs> out there. So. Yeah. Tell Check us out how to improve. Tell us how to improve. Mm. Yeah. Tell us you didn't. Um, leave yeah. us a five star review and uh, comment below. Um, let us know how we're doing. Yep. And you could just speculate on what we look like until we get video going. Yep. Uh, uh, we do plan on getting video going pretty soon. We're uh, building a set right now, so that's going to be exciting for some of you guys. I have to fix my hair. <laughs> you got a haircut? It's holding. It's old. It's holding. It's holding. You're gonna need another one, and I'm thinking three or four weeks, probably. Yeah, probably, probably something soon. But yeah, we thank y'all for listening and tuning in to us, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of Didn't Hate It, and yeah. Bye. Hope you didn't hate it. Peace out. Bye. I will be back with the facts. facts. When I point to you, you have to say facts. I, I'm, I'm learning slowly. And then if I point to Lewis, he says, Peace out. Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to hit the stop recording button. Y'all are beautiful. Bye. Thanks for listening to Didn't Hate It. Be sure to subscribe and head over to DeSotoArtsInstitute.com if you'd like to know more about us, DAI, and our filmmaking and teaching endeavors. We write, create, shoot, and more. Consider making a donation to help us continue our mission of passing along knowledge to our young friends so they can do the same.